I may be lazy, I may be fat, I don't do laps, and I do not chat. I may be selfish, yeah, and all of that, but the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. I may be bossy, I may lack grace, I don't do sit-ups to trim my waist. I may be thoughtless, yeah, and all of that, but the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. I don't have charm or much pizzazz. I don't chase mice and all that jazz. I may be sassy, yes, and all of that. But the one thing I'm not, yeah, the one thing I'm not, I say the one thing I'm not is a scaredy. Hello folks, welcome to episode 2 of the 31 Days of Riding Beef. I'm your host, Gary Hill, for this uh, little excursion. And what I've chosen to bring to you this time around is a film from France from the year 1990 known as Baby Blood. Uh, It's got no actors that I recognize in it, so I'm not even going to go into a cast or anything. But this film was a fucking bizarre one. And let me tell you, whenever I ask folks, you know what I should do for these this series of shows. I've only done this like the second year, and I didn't even do them all last year. But uh, Baby Blood is always on the list, and I've never pulled the trigger until right now, as far as watching this film goes. Uh, the film starts, basically, where you, you see this woman who kind of looks like a buck-tooth cat Dennings. She's supposed to be the sexy one of the movie. I guess she's your main actress in the film. But she works at a traveling circus, and... Uh, Somebody brings uh, something new to the circus that freaks out the animals. Everything, everything, everybody is is disgusted by this thing, and um, eventually this thing escapes its cage, and it finds our our young uh, our young nubile female who um, gets inseminated by the thing because it's it's in the it's in the form of a like a green worm type slug. You know, and it, it finds its way, I'd imagine, into her lady parts, because they, they don't show it. But, you know, you'd imagine that's where it's going. But, <laughs> anywho, this thing inseminates her, and uh, she is forced to, to leave the circus, and, uh, for, for obvious reasons. To, to, to escape her abusive boyfriend, because that's a thing in this movie. And she, she escapes to the city, and he eventually finds her, this abusive boyfriend, and this is her first victim. Because the kicker of this worm is that, one, it talks to her and tells her what she needs to be doing. And for another, it requires her to kill so the baby could have blood. And the baby needs to feed on, on the blood. They call it the baby. Baby, baby. No, it's, it's really weird because at the end of the film, something really gross happens. But uh, the slug requires blood to grow into uh, what it eventually becomes. And she has to eventually give birth to so her first victim is this abusive guy. You're cheering, yay, the guy was a dick anyway. But then again, as the film goes on and on and she moves to different places like she's a fucking skanky Bill Bixby from uh, The Incredible Hulk, she uh, she starts to kind of get into her, her, her killing. And she really starts to feel like, hey, I, this is not really a problem. 
and then she she just starts killing people for this baby, killing folks for this baby. But the kicker of this film is it's a very feminist film because there's she only kills women. She has plenty of opportunity to kill I mean, she only kills men. I mean, she has plenty of opportunity to kill women in the film. But uh, she she um she even does she even kills an uh, a nice old lady who's who's attempting to help her with with the telephone cord. But she doesn't she doesn't kill her to drink her blood. She just kills her to get away. And um that's really strange. But the uh, the kicker is that they they let little jabs of how this is a feminist film in there. Just it's just to really hit it home. Like there's a point in the film where she's ditched by this truck driver who she's hitching a ride with so he can ride with two other nubile females. That I guess will put out if you will. You know. As they say, in uh, the worm that constantly talks to her throughout this film says, you know, see, now you know what it's like to be in a, a true man's world by saying, you know, men are the, the devil and women are the new, you know, whatever, going to give birth to the new revelation or whatever the fuck feminists talk about. God, God bless you if you are a feminist. I just don't know what your, your politics are. So I'm a totally ignorant American. Oh. Well, she she hacks and slashes because this is a very bloody film. She she kills people with knives and just blood, blood, blood everywhere. And it's freaking amazing. And um, she eventually makes it uh, into the city. That's just great stuff. Where the scene before she finally gives birth to this thing is uh, she's getting on a a, a footballer's bus because uh, everywhere in the country, everywhere in the world, so the world calls us football. They're soccer players, obviously, and the worm. That she finally gives birth to, and this it turns out to be this this parasite type organism. It has little little tendrils and stuff on its face and stuff like that. This is after the big reveal that she gives birth to a a, a human looking baby, but it shed its skin into this thing, and <laughs> it hilariously destroys the bus. And yeah, it's, it's it's really great. And this film, I don't want to give too much away about it, but it's a bloody French disgusting mess and. You know, it's a French film, so you know what that means. Full frontal nudity, because this girl gives no fucks about showing off her lady parts in this film. So if you like that kind of thing, more power to you. But I'm not going to say a ton crazy more things about this film, just for the fact that it's baby blood. It's a French film from 1990. You guys all should check it the fuck out, because it's a big old gory mess, and it's got stuff in there that, you know, if you didn't see it coming, didn't expect it coming, you're like, oh, that's gross. Like, there's a great dream sequence in there that I'm not going to give away, but it's really fucking gross. It's like, ew, like, there's not much stuff that makes me cringe on this earth. But this film pulled it off real well. And for that, much like Alone in the Dark, I'm giving this an 8 out of 10. Because it really took me there, and it really took me, my, my cinematic psychosis, to another level. And I, uh, I suggest you guys go seek it out. Because it's pretty fucking great. But this is where I'll leave you. And we'll see you all again tomorrow for episode 3 being the Australian film The Cars That Ate Paris on the next episode of the 31 Days of Riding Beef. See you next time.